Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Morning, everyone. Welcome along. Trades News in a nutshell. It is Thursday morning. It is the 14th of July, 2022. Daniel Pedgrew in the chair. Once again, right across Australia. Well, what a night. Uh, what a game of football. Queensland 22 over New South Wales 12. Just an amazing game. 22 points to 12 in Queensland. Take out the series 2-1. I want to hear from you this morning. Most importantly, before we get to anything else, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 01 1170 is our phone number, or 0457 736 736. Your thoughts on the game? Your thoughts on how New South Wales played? If you're a happy Queenslander listing through 693 SENQ or 1620 Gold Coast or maybe somewhere else around the country, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Obviously, Origin will be our main focus over the course of the next hour. I reckon it was one of the best Origin games I've ever seen. We will talk more about that shortly. Um, Also, though, we're going to talk football. We're going to continue our road to the World Cup with Jonathan Gallo in around about 20 minutes, and we'll keep across everything else that is happening in sport. But our main focus today, as you can imagine, is Origin. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. one 736 Look, before we get to uh, all the key incidents and your thoughts out of State of Origin game number three, the decider, let's have a listen to the highlights. So, SCN... We were at, ran three calls last night. We had a Blues radio call, Maroons radio call, and a neutral call as well. Here's some of the highlights. And he's brought down 12 metres out. Now they go Benny Hunt down a short side. Did and double pump. Double pump! Great Valentine! Ball. Valentine Hunt bursts through. They won't take this one off Queensland. Did it with the double pump. Did it with the try assist. And they get around the young bloke. He's clearing, clearing. There's the kick. There's the kick. Luai slipped, then he got it down. Gets up, claims a try, mobbed by his teammates. And the Blues bounce back straight away. 6-4 the scoreline. And they've got the kick to come. Here's Cleary. Eight from eight in origin. Two, one from one in origin. Three were all locked up. 6-6 the scoreline. He made 10, maybe 12 metres. He's only eight metres out. Plays it now. Coruscant looks left, goes right. Jacob Saifidi through the meat of them. His third run at origin level results in four points. Well done, Jacob, and the Blues celebrate. They couldn't hang on, Queensland. They're under enormous pressure, and the new boy gets the try. New South Wales 10, 
Queensland six, there's a kick to come. Grant's there. We got a six again, doesn't matter. There won't be enough time. Grant with a kick. Capewell gets through and scores. Seems confident, real confident with that. There was no penalty. There was no player in the bin. But even better for Queensland, they've got themselves a four-pointer right in the shadows of half-time. Ponger away, got support. That was Grant. Grant was shaded by Yo. Yo did well to not put his hands on him. So early line break for Queensland. They go back the other way. DCE, now he wants to kick. No one at home. Needs the bounce. Doesn't get the bounce. Gets the second kick on it and scores the try. Not a bad start there, but is he giving it? I don't think he's given it yet, but they famously score the try. And now we're going the other way and we've got ourselves a skirmish. Now, it's probably more than that. I think the handbags are put away. And this is genuine, a little bit of hate between these two sides. Oh, hang on. We've gone to the Grant Atkins straight away. No try. What's yeah, he got to rule it, Jimmy? Is he going back to the discretion here or what are you doing? So no try. So Dane Gagai gets called over by Ashley Klein. He'll be sent to the sin bin. Yep, 10 in the bin. So Daly Cherry Evans is pointing out now the New South Wales player has to go to the bin as well. Here's Matt Burton. Yep, now he's going to go as well. So the Queensland crowd much more appreciative of that send-off. DCE, little kick Looking into space. Again. This is To'o. To'o knocks it on. Papalihi! I reckon it's a no try there, Jimmy. I think Nanai's hit it into one of the New South Wales players there. So they might have done it again. Nanai to Papalihi. And they've got up no try from Ashley Klein. He might have two taken from him tonight. Big Josh. Grant Atkins will say no try. Didn't! Didn't! Oh. Beat one. He nearly got away from the other. Tedesco had to make the tackle. Now, it's a slow play the ball. They'll come back to the right-hand side. DCE goes to Ponga. Ponga! 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 Scores! He's looked most likely all night for the men in Maroon. And then he did it all himself. Right footstep, right footstep, dived over the try line, and King Kalen rules tonight. 14 12 the score line. Queensland take the lead. There's Cleary. Cleary. It's a little kick. It's intercepted by Benny Hunt. He's away, go, Benny go, Hunt. Go, go, Can go, he go, go the lengths? There's 40 metres to go. go Still going, Benny Hunt. The game is won. The, the hero go. is found. And Queensland have done it again. All hail yeah. Queensland. They've won another decider in Queensland. Ponga celebrates. Carrigan does as well, and rightly so. In the annals of state of origin, Queensland 2022 version have just etched their name in history again. They win it. They defeat New South Wales. And the Blues come home empty-handed again. Yeah, they certainly do. Jimmy Smith with a great call. Queensland 22 over New South Wales 12. So, well, where do we start? Um, I, I remember at the very beginning of the game, uh, I looked up at the clock and there'd only been less than two minutes gone and so much had happened. Cameron Murray knocked down in that first set. Selwyn Cobo in the second set. Queensland's first set, I think, for the game. It was one of the most intense starts to state of origin, I think, I can remember. Um, and then Queensland with that first try, New South Wales hit back. And you kind of just had that feeling, didn't you, that it was going to be close. A lot of people beforehand uh, were predicting a huge New South Wales victory. Um, I think Jalissa, who we had on the show yesterday, said they were going to win 40 points to 12. Brad Fittler came out 
And it was in the paper yesterday saying that he can't see anything other than a Blues victory. Well, you probably would expect him to say that, of course, but disappointment. And I suppose the question probably does have to be raised now on 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. Does Brad Fittler stay? Look, he's done a tremendous job with the New South Wales Blues, but a lot of people, and I saw a lot of people on social media last night and early hours this morning saying that was really the unlosable series. Um, But what a win by Queensland. Front page of the Daily Telegraph in Sydney today, bash landing. Uh, About right, I think. Um, On the New South Wales side of things, uh, I thought, the halves struggled. We saw how well Nathan Cleary in particular played in that second game in Perth. But again, a bit like the first game was very quiet. The Fords were pretty quiet as well. Queensland really did dominate them. But I don't know about you. Does that go down as one of the best state of origin games in history? I think it does. 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. Lindsay Collins also went off. Uh, in the space of two minutes, Cameron Murray, Selwyn Cobo and Lindsay Collins all went down in the space of two minutes and they all failed their HIA. So uh, obviously NRL football starts back up again tomorrow and across the weekend. So we'll wait and see what happens uh, with those three players. Your thoughts on the game? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. From a Queensland side of things, I thought Ben Hunt was tremendous. I thought Daly Cherry Evans in the absence of Cam Munster, and look, we all knew they were going to miss out, uh, miss on miss Cam Munster, but Daly Cherry Evans stood up and showed what a player he was. And look, I thought Tom Dearden in the halves, no one really expected him to do a lot. He was fantastic. And I thought Caelan Ponga probably had the best game I've seen him play in a very, very long time. His form at the Newcastle Knights has been, I think it's fair to say, pretty hit and miss over the first 16 or 17 weeks of the season. But honestly, his form last night, I think he was one of the best players, if not the best players in the Queensland side. From a New South Wales point of view, I do think James Tedesco played very well, as he did in State of Origin 1 in that loss. But yeah, the Fords, I think, were pretty quiet. I thought uh, Jacob Saifidi in the first half when he came on actually played pretty good footy. But other than that, I don't think really any of them really stood up and Queensland were there for the taking. If you were there, I know it's probably a long shot, uh, seeing the game only finished, what, six and a half, seven hours ago, but if you were there, we'd love to hear from you on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It means the Blues still haven't won a decider at Suncorp Stadium since 2005. And they've only won twice. And that was a lot of the talk. Everyone was saying New South Wales were favourites, and probably rightly so, looking at the two teams. But 52-odd thousand sold out Suncorp Stadium. It just makes a huge, huge difference. Uh, Then we saw, of course, the fight in that second half between Dane Gagai and Matt Burden. Brad Fittler was fuming at Matt Burden's sin bidding after the New South Wales star was punched. Now, Burden was struck by Gagai after appearing to trip over Caitlin Ponga on the ground, running back. The centre, who threw punches in retaliation, was then set upon by a couple of other Queensland players. Fittler, however, in the post-match press conference, was furious that Burden got his marching orders, claiming he was defending himself. At the end of the day, he didn't initiate it. He's not going to fight anyone 
at the end of the day, he got belted, he got penalised. We got the penalty, then got belted and put in a headlock. And we walk, we walk out with one player down each. It's a tad ri- ridiculous, but it is what it is. Um, what did you make of that? Look, I thought in the laws of the game now, I thought they were both pretty fair sin biddings. Um, Dan Gagai, Dan Gagai definitely was the one that initiated it, but Burden did get involved as well. Fitler distraught after um, the loss yesterday. He went on to say, I've been doing this a long time and you win and lose, Fitler said. Um, I've, uh, it's just disappointing. The blokes are in there and they have worked so hard for so long in amongst club footy and all the rest of it and trained hard and given up and sacrificed and you lose, so it hurts. But normally that's what makes blokes strive harder and we've got to strive harder. We have got to be better. That's what Brad Fittler said post-match. Let's have a listen to the winning coach, Billy Slater, after the game. I don't know if I've felt any more proud other than my, my children being born than, than I do right now. And What an effort that was. That was that was an incredible game. Unique game for the start. You know, they're chanting your name. <laughs> well, we only used three interchanges in that first half and two of them were forced in the first two minutes. So... Put in in that first half to just allow us to have those interchanges up our sleeve. That was incredible, and um, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit cold up here at the moment. I that one coming, but I'm just so proud, Fat. It's like I felt like that they have been a part of the family since day one. Like that first yeah. camp, it just everyone just got along and we connected, and uh, it, that really showed in, on the field. And you need that. Yeah, and people talking about Brad Fittler. There was Billy Slater there on Channel 9 post-game. People talking about Brad Fittler and if he's under pressure, and I'd love to hear from you on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. But Billy Slater, you've got to give him a lot of credit. Fantastic winning game one in Sydney about five weeks ago, and everyone, nearly everyone, had ridden Queensland off before the game even started last night. A lot of talk about will he end up an NRL coach. He may well do, but... That is a sensational start to his coaching career. Uh, let's have a listen now to one of the best players on the field for Queensland, Daly Cherry Evans. Um, I'm, I'm lost for words. I can't thank everyone that's come here tonight to support us enough. We knew coming here was going to be something special, and we we did we did it again. It's so good. The build-up that you had, you lost two players due to COVID. You went through a pretty tough build-up. For you as captain, what does this victory, this series victory mean? Oh, it's, it's special. I haven't won too many. Um, so each one that you do win, you, you hold them close to your heart. And any time you get to finish at a, a series here in front of your home fans, it just means that so much more. So... We did it in front of our fans, friends and family and against all the odds, and it just makes it so special. Well done. Congratulations Thank again. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Daly Cherry Evans there with Danica Mason post-game. So your thoughts on all of that. Was it one of the best origins you've ever seen? 0457 736 736. Question marks on New South Wales going forward. Does Brad Fittler survive? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And your player of the match. And how, just how good would Queensland? As I say, I think that, uh, as I said uh, too earlier on the show, um, when I looked up at the screen and saw only two minutes gone, 
um, after, and so much had happened. One of the more intense origins I've seen in my lifetime. Does it rate up there as one of the best for you? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A couple of texts. Daniel uh, says, what a decider. Other than being at a game at Suncorp Stadium a few years ago, last night was the only other game I was invested in the whole game. So physical and high-intensity Queensland. You beauty, that from Daniel. Thank you, mate. And Yeovil Treeman says, Hi, Dan. Always love an underdog victory. Pity it always seems a Queensland one. But well-deserved and certainly adds to the legend of state of origin. Agree with that. 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170. Your take on last night's match or anything else in sport. We will keep an eye on everything else a bit later on. But we'll continue our origin chat after the break. Plus... Uh, we continue our road to the World Cup, the Football World Cup with Jonathan Geller. We'll do all of that next. 0457 736 736. You take an origin. 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. Come back with more. You're listening to Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yeah, good to have you company. After the next break, we'll have a look what else is making news around Australia in sports. Do a lot of, of course, AFL news around with uh, the next round kicking off tomorrow night. Lots of news as well uh, about uh, Alistair Clarkson uh, looking for, uh, looking to get that North Melbourne job and a few other things going around in the world of AFL. So we'll keep across that uh, shortly. But don't forget, in the meantime, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au Just before we get to our next guest, a couple of texts. You're asking your reaction on State of Origin 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 uh, This one from Jeremy. Uh, Tino, as in Tino, uh, has got away with a high shot and holding a bloke in a chokehold only gets fined and also says uh, is DC the biggest winger or he is the biggest winger out there thank you Jeremy yeah I think Tino's in trouble as well Brett I'll get to your text uh, shortly and keep them coming through 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 got this next man on to talk football we will talk football in just a second but uh, I think it's remiss to not at least start with state of origin it's the hot topic this morning. Jonathan Gallo, good morning to you. Uh, what an amazing game of rugby league last night. Yeah, good morning, Dan. Yes, well, it certainly was amazing if you're a Maroons <laughs> supporter, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I think as a Blues fan, it was uh, sore and sorry today as we wake up because, yeah, I think there's a lot of, uh, again, a lot of questions to raise about the Blues and whether certain selections should have been made. But uh, I think, yeah, at the moment it's all just absorbing what just took place uh, less than 24 hours ago more than anything else and uh, kind of weathering the uh, the storm a little bit if we can to focus now on the uh, on the NRL. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a shocking shocking performance last night, shocking result as a Blues fan, but well done to Queensland. They deserved it, as yeah. hard as it is for me to say. They just probably beat us in all facets of the game, really, in attack, in defence. They ran harder, they tackled harder. They just wanted the game more, as expected probably in Suncorp, as we all kind of knew it was going to be a tough task having the decider up there in Brisbane. And I think in the end, uh, you know, the Blues didn't pull their weight. As simple as that. They didn't lift to the occasion. And, uh, you know, in the end, we uh, paid the price. 
Yeah, 100%. And I thought, uh, as I said earlier on the show, 52,000 people uh, does help Queensland uh, a lot. Uh, and you would say probably about 51,000 of them were Queensland fans. Uh, if you were there, by the way, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, I would imagine uh, there would be a few people with sore heads, especially in Queensland uh, today and there. Uh, and I would never encourage this. I could imagine there's probably going to be a few sick days, I think, uh, had around Queensland uh, today, and I, I'm, to be honest, it's, what, 23 past five in Queensland. I wouldn't be surprised if the players are still up celebrating as well, and rightly so. Um, however, we're going to turn our attention to football now. Today, we're going right around Australia, but for my listeners through 1170 Sydney, 693 SCNQ, and 1620 Gold Coast, uh, over the past few weeks, we've started our road to the World Cup uh, with starts in November, so still about four or five months away, but uh, by the time we get through all these teams, John, uh, it will be about time for the Football World Cup to start. We're up to Group B. We previewed England and Iran last week, so let's look at the other two teams before I get your prediction. Uh, Let's start with the USA. Can they cause some upsets in this group? Yeah, look, I think the US are going to be a a tough uh, opponent for most of these uh, teams. They've got England and Wales, obviously, and Iran to face up against. Um, look, I think, you know, you look at the US, they've just got through on the goal difference in their World Cup qualifying campaign to feature in this year's World Cup in Qatar. So they've literally limped through to the uh, to the World Cup and, and on goal difference against the, their rivals, Costa Rica. So I think well done for the US turning up to the World Cup. I think they make it special and I think it will do their sport, obviously, uh, over there very, very good because obviously they've got big sports, major sports like the NFL and the NBA and so forth over there. So... For soccer over there, as it's called, that they're going to need to really have their men's team doing well in this year's World Cup, you would imagine, for the sport over there to do well as well. They've got some really quality players as well in recent years who've made the trip over to some of the biggest clubs and leagues in Europe, the likes of Christian Pulsic, who plays in Chelsea, Joe Reno, who plays for Borussia Dortmund, and Weston McKennie, who plays in Juventus. So England, Italy and Germany are the countries where a lot of the, uh, the Americans now apply their trade. and. I think they're doing a wonderful job. As I said, the talent's coming through in the last four or five years for American uh, football, the MLS as well. The local soccer league is doing terrific in attracting some of the biggest names in world sport. Gareth Bale, the uh, former Welsh Real Madrid player, is now over there playing his trade as well with the LA Galaxy signed only a week ago. So, um, yeah, I think this is showing how strong football is in uh, in America and how much you know development has gone on in the last probably 10, 15 years, really. So um, I think the American football team will need to do well for their sport, as I said, in, in their local country. And uh, I think it's going to be great to have them in here, obviously featuring in this year's uh, World Cup. So tough group, obviously, with England, Wales and Iran. But I think uh, there's every chance the US have of, uh, of getting through this one. I think it's going to be difficult for them. It may come down to goal difference in the end. And Christian Pulsic, their main man up front against the Chelsea he's going to be heavily reliant on to uh, to get uh, America through this group, that's for sure. Gary has texted in on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We'll get back to your text about Origin in a moment. Stack of them there. But uh, he said, been looking forward to hearing this segment all week, apparently. So there you go. And looking forward to your Group B predictions. Thank you, Gary. Before we get... I've been looking forward to doing it as well. So thank you. Highlight of your week, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm very, very uh, privileged to be here. So, uh, thank you. Exactly, uh, and that's why we pay you the big bucks. Uh, Wales, the last team in Group B. Um, I'm looking forward to England playing Wales. That's going to be uh, really, really good. Um, how do you see them going in Group B? 
Yeah, they're 18th in the world, Wales, and uh, obviously they've come through here through a qualifying campaign. They beat uh, both Ukraine in the June 5th uh, playoff to get to the, uh, to the World Cup this year. So they've obviously, similar to the US, they've limped into the uh, World Cup and featured, I think, it's important for, for Wales to, to be in the, uh, in the World Cup this year. I think they'll do the World Cup all the world are good. The Welsh fans love to come out and support their team wherever they are in the world playing, and they're very proud proud country and rightly so I mean they've got some really big name players obviously Gareth Bale as I just mentioned the former Real Madrid man is obviously applying his trade in LA Galaxy now for the MLS good to see him hopefully featuring in, in more football games and getting the uh, the match fitness up for himself and his Welsh team come end of year I think that's going to be important that Gareth Bale does play a lot more games than what he played at Real Madrid where he you know, sat on the bench a lot and that uh, was playing golf more than uh, actually playing football. So, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be good for the Welsh team. Obviously, Daniel James, who plays for Leeds United over in the Premier League, and Kaiser Moore, who plays for Bournemouth as well. So, some of the big-name players, obviously featuring heavily in the uh, English Premier League as well, the championship level of, uh, of English football. So, they've got some big-name players, again, playing in the biggest leagues in, in the world. Mm. And I think uh, this Welsh team is going to be a, a tough task for most teams. Obviously, they've got a tough group against England, the US and uh, and Iran. So, look, it's it's a tough group to weigh up. I think the coin toss between these two teams as to who will probably join England in all likelihood in qualifying for this one. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's really going to be an interesting group. And, again, I think it'll come down to goal difference uh, for Wales. If Wales do get through, it may just be from their main man, Gareth Bale, similar to Christian Pulsic for the Americans. So, uh, a lot will be relying on Gareth Bale to turn up if he turns up. I think Wales are half a chance. If he doesn't, I, uh, I see where their uh, where their World Cup campaign could end. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. They've obviously got some of the bigger name players as well, Aaron Ramsey, Joe Allen, uh, in the midfield as well, who they're going to be heavily reliant on on that creativity side of things and supplying those uh, good through balls to, to Gareth Bale. But uh, those players have obviously gone up in age as well. Mm. So they're in their early to mid-30s now. So, yeah, the Welsh star players are getting a little bit older now. I don't know whether they've quite got the legs in them to uh, to carry this uh, this Welsh team over the line, but uh, time will tell. All right. Who joins England in uh, the knockout phase? Well, yes. Um, I think England will be will be up there. I think they, they should finish on top of the group, and mm. I say the word should underlined. Um, but uh, to join them, look, I'm going to say the Americans. I think okay. the US will join uh, England in, uh, in qualifying through. I just think, purely because of what I just touched on there about the, the big-name players, just ageing all the more. The early early to mid-30s, as I said, and Ramsey, Joe Allen are probably not the best uh, in, their, in their careers at the moment. They're kind of coming towards the back end of their careers, respectively. Gareth Bale, the same thing. I know he's gone to join you know, LA Galaxy over in the MLS, but prior to that at Real Madrid, he didn't feature a whole lot. He wasn't really in the plans of uh, Zidane as the Real Madrid coach or Carlo Ancelotti, and in the end, Carlo Ancelotti sold him off. So I just think, you know, not having him playing a lot of a lot of football that they would have liked, I think Wales will suffer as a result. So um, whereas I think with Americans now, they've got some young talent coming through and playing in the biggest leagues in the world, like I touched on. So I think uh, the Americans will join. I think it'll only be on goal average. It could come mm-hmm. down between goal difference between mm-hmm. both uh, the Americans and the Welsh. But uh, I think the Americans will get there in the end. All right. Well, all our listeners writing that down, uh, taking your advice. Next week, we'll start uh, look at Group C and we'll have a look at Argentina and Poland uh, next week. Group C uh, of the World Cup. John, thank you. I know you're very disappointed by the New South Wales loss. Uh, you are a Bulldogs fan yeah. as well, which uh, a yeah. Bulldogs fan. which helps, doesn't it? Yeah, which, which helps as well, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure. Uh, and you never know, they might win uh, later on this weekend. John, thank you. Uh, we will chat again very soon. We'll chat next week. 
See you soon, mate. And, uh, yeah, speak soon as well. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Jonathan Gallo, our football exit, uh, ex- exit expert. Stack of text there at Origin. I will get to them in a second. Plus, uh, we will look at some of the other headlines in sport next at 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Good to have your company. A stack of text there. We'll get to them in just a second. It is our Makita Power Play this morning. Don't forget, this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. 0457 736 or 1-300-01-1170. We'll get to some of the other news in sport in just a second as well. Obviously, Origin dominating uh, here, but there's a few other things going on in terms of the AFL as well, including uh, potentially the future of Buddy Franklin at the Sydney Swans. We'll talk about that in just a second. But first, to your text, I said at the top of the show, I rated as one of the best Origin games I've ever seen. Um, and I'm a New South Wales fan, but I thought it was just a sensational game of rugby league. Is it one of the best for you? 0457 736 736. Is Brad Fittler under pressure? Uh, would you retain him for next year if he wants to do it? 0457 736 736. And your thoughts on the on the Queensland team, the New South Wales team, and the game as a whole? 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170. All right, two, you text lots of them there. This one first. Morning, Dan. What a game. Took me back 20 years. Such a gutsy win. Back to the wall. Typical Queensland effort. COVID outs pre games and then two early knockouts. Yeah. Uh, obviously, two people ruled out for Queensland before the game, and then we saw um, both Selwyn Cobbo and also Lindsay Collins taken off the field within the opening two or three minutes, along with Cam Murray. Um, I was listening to you three New South Wales nuffies, thank you, yesterday morning predicting easy wins for the cockroaches. Uh, I thought uh, this is exactly the type of game the Queensland spirit will come to the fore, and boy, it did. Cherry was amazing. Harry Grant a star, and Pongo stood up when counted. Uh, Laved Dan Gagai protecting his teammates. Uh, Luai has now taken Gallon's place as my most hated opponent in origin. Go Queensland. That's Miller from Mount Evelyn. Yes, uh, well, all three of us in the studio yesterday, and we'll have a chat with Charlie Goodsir tomorrow, um, did tip New South Wales. Charlie, in fairness, said it was going to be close. Julissa App said it was going to be about 40 points to 12, I think it was, something like that. Yes, we got that uh, wrong. Thank you for that text there, Miller. Uh, congratulations, this is from Dean. Congratulations to Queensland. Absolutely brilliant. Maybe Billy Slater will become storm coach after Craig Bellamy is done. Paul Gallen uh, from New South, New South Wales has to pack the Queensland bus wearing maroon gear. How about that? Is that true? I didn't see that. It could be true. Uh, that was the bet. Well, there you go. wonder if he did. Uh, he also says Brad Fittler did okay. Uh, New South Wales must stick with a great coach and not get rid of him. He didn't do a lot wrong. I'd keep him on. Uh, well, firstly, on Billy Slater, I think he did a fantastic job as coach of Queensland. Y- you look at the three games. The first game, New South Wales were heavy favourites and Queensland won in Sydney. The second game, New South Wales dominated. But uh, I went on record of saying that even that second game, the opening sort of 30, 35 minutes, I think I may have even said this yesterday, the opening 30, 35 minutes was very, very close. It was just some brilliant play by New South Wales in that second half that took the game away from them in game two. And then, as I said yesterday um, for last night's game, no one was predicting a Queensland victory. Um, everyone, basically everyone had ridden them off and he takes them to victory. On Brad Fittler, yeah, look, I, I think um, there, there were probably a couple of questionable selections, I think is fair to be said, but um, he's done that before um, and he's got it right. 
Um, I just think there will be pressure on him. Having lost 2020, which was another sort of unlosable series for New South Wales, and then having lost this year. Whether he stays or goes, I'm not sure. There's still rumours floating about that he'll take an NRL job, which may answer all of those questions. Uh, I'm not calling for his head, but it will be interesting to see over the course of the next few months if Freddie is retained. I think I think he's done, on the whole, a really good job with New South Wales, as has the whole coaching staff, but they'll be very, very disappointed, no doubt, uh, on that um, loss, Brandy, we on breakfast will return on Sydney's breakfast through 11.70 with Vossi tomorrow morning. So no doubt we'll hear from him there. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 11.70. Uh, this is from Brett. Morning, Dan. Uh, I turned off the game after Queensland won. Uh, who won the man of the match? I'll have to check the man of the match for you, but you also ask who won the Wally Lewis medal. That was Patrick Carrigan. And I think tremendously deserved. If you cast your mind back to four or five weeks ago in game one, Carrigan coming off the bench was fantastic. And again, last night was really, uh, really good. I think Tino is in trouble. Do you think uh, he will get suspended, that one from Brett? Yeah, I think. And the overwhelming text coming through, I think he might be in a bit of trouble as well. We will find that out uh, probably later on today. The Cowboys in action, of course, over the course of the weekend and the Titans as well. All clubs actually in action over the course of the weekend and, and the Titans can uh, not uh, do without him. Jeremy said, other than that, New South Wales made too many errors and no answer to get out of their back line. Queensland wanted to win more. Yeah, I don't think New South Wales did anything terribly wrong. Uh, I disagree with you, Jeremy. I think Queensland did want it more. This from the Big Red in Bowen. It's so disappointing as a Knights fan to watch Ponga join the illustrious list of Queenslanders uh, that cost the club huge money but save their best performances for Maroon's jersey. Uh, Darius Boyd, Dane Gagai, and now Ponga. Well, uh, there's probably an element of truth there. Um, I said at the top of the show, I thought Caelan Ponga was probably Queensland's best last night. Um... And he's been very, very hit and miss at the Newcastle Knights right throughout the season. Dan Gagai, I think, also probably played one of his better games. But he he always stands up in state of origin. But, yeah, Caelan Ponga, he was sensational last night. If you are a Knights fan like Big Red, you really want him to bring that sort of form to a Newcastle side. Now, to be fair, Newcastle aren't star-studded like Queensland are. But I thought he was one, if not the best, last night for Queensland, and yeah, it must be a little hard if you're a Knights fan seeing that, um, but he was sensational. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Caelan Ponga, uh, Daz tells me, was man of the match. Thank you, Daz, and uh, yeah, I can I, I must say I did switch it off uh, when the game ended to get into bed, but um, yeah, he was, he was great. Um, also, a couple of texts here as well. Uh, this one from... Uh, Jai, uh, I think Freddie uh, has to stay. Um, sorry, no name on this text. I think Freddie has to stay. Um, having Titans of State of Origin previous players coaching against each other, it only builds the rivalry. If Freddie uh, got the sack, who do you think they would who would put their hand up? Will Talakai wear the sky blue again? I don't think so. Definitely in the top three origins of all time. That one is from Jai. Thank you, uh, mate. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. If Fitler does go, um, whether it be by choice or um, 
uh, he gets pushed. I don't know if that will happen. Um, I don't know who would coach New South Wales. There's no obvious choice there. I'm sure they'll find someone. Um, I still think he'll be there next year as long as he doesn't take that origin job, uh, the Bulldogs job, sorry. So, yeah, good point, uh, Jai. Another text, no name on this one. The game was over when early on Tino pushed Luai and then Luai pushed him back and turned, looked at his forwards and the bench and no one was coming. The Blues lost the battle with their weak pack of forwards. Yeah, I didn't think the Ford pack was sensational last night. Thank you for that text, no name on that one. And one more for now, no name on this one either. Uh, but what a game. I'm a Blue supporter, but that was the best game since the early early 90s yeah uh, and he says wow as well yeah I agree I thought it was a sensational state of origin game and really from the very start you could tell it was going to be keep those texts coming in heaps of them there 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 your thoughts on the game last night Bradford this day will go um, and anything else. Let's check your weather around Australia today. Sydney showers, top of 16 degrees easing at night. Melbourne, uh, top of 13 degrees and cloudy. Brisbane, top of 20 degrees and uh, rightly so, it's sunny. Of course it will be. Uh, Perth, uh, top of 20 degrees and showers. Adelaide, partly cloudy at a top of 15 degrees. Hobart, possible shower later, top of 13. Canberra, sunny and a top of 12 degrees. And Darwin, it's always sunny there, isn't it? And a top of 29 degrees. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A bit of AFL news around as well. And surrounding this one, surrounding Buddy Franklin. Uh, he could reportedly seek a third AFL club to continue his career if Sydney don't increase a low ball $500,000 deal. The uh, question would be, where would he go? Franklin's former teammate and good friend Jordan Lewis ruled out a return to Hawthorne, but says there are two clubs who could benefit from having the star forward, Collingwood and Fremantle. Uh, he said last night on AFL 360, the obvious ones for me who we speak about and who are crying out for a key position player and a very good key position player are Collingwood and Fremantle. They are good, solid finals teams and are now looking for that edge come 2023. Uh, Fremantle coach Justin Longmuir yesterday wouldn't be drawn into any Franklin talk as the two sides prepare to meet this weekend over in Perth. He's still a very good player. He leads their goal kicking, still warrants the same attention he always has. When asked if Fremantle would be interested in Franklin, Longmuir replied, I only just heard the contract news on the way here. It hasn't really crossed my mind, to be honest. He's a Sydney player. That's how we'll be treating him uh, this weekend. Franklin's wife, Jacinta, has previously stated the family would be willing to leave Sydney and move closer to loved ones interstate. Franklin's family are in WA, while Jacinta's parents are in Queensland. So, interesting... Buddy Franklin, uh, been at the Swans for a very, very long time now, started his career, as we know, at Hawthorne. Collingwood or Fremantle? Have we got any Collingwood fans listening this morning? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Would you like to see Buddy Franklin a part of your team? And also... An article here about Operation Get Clarko. Uh, North Melbourne will need to strength, the strength to control Alistair Clarkson if they sign him to fill the club's vacant coaching role, according to champion former Hawk Luke Hodge, who said this yesterday on SEN. It's understood the Kangaroos hierarchy plans to reach out to Clarkson or his management about leading the club following the axing of David Noble earlier this week. Hodge, who won four premierships under Clarkson at Hawthorne, uh, said that stability would be key to 
to securing longevity with the master coach. He said yesterday on SEN, the hardest thing with Clarko, he's not an easy person to deal with. Yes, he is a great coach. I love him as a coach, as a mentor, but he's not easy. So your thoughts on that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Still some texts to get to. I'll get to them after the break. We'll come back and get to more of those texts and wrap the show up. Your thoughts on Origin? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It's good to have your company on this Thursday morning. Yes, it is. Good to have your company. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Breakfast across the country not too far away. Back to your text on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Had a text earlier saying uh, that you all got that wrong about New South Wales winning when Charlie and myself and Jalissa Rapps were talking. Another text about that saying, yes, listening to you three yesterday was embarrassing. Glad it blew up in your faces. Uh, well, it didn't blow up on our faces. I enjoyed the game. Uh, Queensland finally put pressure on Cleary when kicking a ball. That same thing happened in game one as well. Um, and we saw what happened. Uh, New South Wales uh, needs changes. That one from Dan. Um... Uh, Dean says, pity there's no NRL footy show. Uh, I used to love uh, Aaron Molan and Fatty Vorton. They would go over the state of origin. That one from Dean. Yes, that's a shame that it's not on a Thursday night. But uh, you can hear all the uh, recap from state of origin in around about eight minutes through SEN 1170 with Vossi and James Magnuson. Patton Heels, I think, will be a good listen as well this morning through 693 SENQ and 1620 Gold Coast. On the AFL, uh, Dean says maybe Alistair Clarkson and Buddy Franklin could turn up at North Melbourne together. Uh, well, could happen. Probably not. Um, and also this one here, Buddy Franklin um, has spent half his $1 million a year, 10-year uh, contract, sitting on the sidelines, injured. Uh, if he had any honour, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that. But he thinks he should play for the Swans next year for free. I'm not entirely sure. I know he spent a lot of time on the sideline injury, injured. I'm not entirely sure uh, he will be playing next year for free. But thank you for that text. And I'm sure uh, the one from Dean where uh, they'd like to see Buddy at North Melbourne. I think the North Melbourne uh, fans would be very happy to see that. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 is the text number this morning uh, as we approach breakfast in around about six minutes' time across the country. A couple more to finish off with. Uh, Stephen Crichton sadly missing across the three games. Not origin quality yet. Uh, and again, and I don't know if this will be mentioned much, I know Latrell Mitchell ruled himself out of Game 3 of State of Origin, and I don't think he was going to get picked anyway, but, gee, we missed him. And I thought Burton was OK last night. He was much better in Game 2. Um, and again, that does, in part, come back down to the Ford pack for New South Wales. But having Latrell there, he's just that X factor. And if he's fit next year, I think he has to walk back into that team as does probably Tommy Turbo, so that's going to be interesting. I thought Crichton, yeah, uh, I thought whilst I don't think he did anything wrong, missed, maybe missed a few tackles, he certainly didn't set the world on fire. And we'll finish with this one this morning. Uh, long-time listener, first-time texter, Dan. Um, I'm from Devon Meadows in Victoria. I love Caelan Ponga. He made me very happy last night, and I wish we could sign him to play for the Dolphins next year. Uh, well, there was talk about that uh, earlier on in the year, but no, he's saying with the Newcastle Knights. And just a correction, Dan Gagai was man of the match, not Kalen Ponga. So thank you for that.
One, and thank you for all the texts this morning, a stack of them. The Origin reaction continues through 1170 Sydney, 693 SCNQ, and also 1620 Gold Coast with breakfast up next. Plenty of AFL talk across the rest of the country, and I'll catch you tomorrow morning for the final one from 5am. Have a great uh, have a great Thursday. Catch you then. Bye-bye. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.